Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 11, Rogues Gallery. I just like the name. I know. I it, love this episode. I don't know how any way, shape, or form it might possibly fit the canon, but you know what? It's just a really cool name. Um, well, I've always heard of uh, the all the Batman villains referred to as the Rogues Gallery. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what his, like... Well, now I know. ...collection of villains. I learned something. Yeah, and so that makes sense, because this is an Arkham episode. Well, now I feel stupid. I'm so excited. I feel um, stupid. <laughs> don't feel stupid. Yeah, but research is... I know. This uh, true that this particular episode is when I realized that I said I wasn't going to do a whole lot of research, and then I was running down the rabbit hole, and yeah. so I had to back off. Yeah. So I did not do as much research in this as I have in the last couple, so. That's okay. Um, this I just... I only have so much time in my life. I know, and I understand that. Um, this one was directed by Oz Scott, and it was written by Sue Chung. So we have another lady writer. Is this the third one? Yeah, I think so. Yay team! Um, I fucking love this episode. This makes you me would. so happy. It I, was a really good episode. I love Arkham. Arkham has always fascinated me. It was me. one story. Yes. And, um, it was, it was Mostly. really great. I really, really loved this. And so I was very okay. excited. It was really, really good. Uh-huh. I don't think you liked it as much as I no, do, but I don't, I don't think know so. that that's possible. I, I don't, no, no, no. To like it probably more than not. Me. Probably not. So that's okay. But I love Harvey Bullock, so. Yes, you do. It's even. <laughs> I don't know if it's fair, but. So we start out, and it's theater time at Arkham. Yes, it was. And what play were they doing? The Tempest. I knew you'd know that. Um, but it's an interesting um, choice. choice because. Well, I know you know, so. Because the guy is, the guy that's performing it is, he's like this magician, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's all I remember from why this was significant. Because he's an evil sorcerer controlling the Beastman Caliban. Oh. Which mirrors Dr. Gruber's method of using the inmate Aaron Helsinger as his tool of destruction. Oh, well, there you go. But so there also, you go. there is an underlying theme of um, restoration. Okay. In this story, um, he's trying to restore his daughter to her former place in society because, you know, they're, they're banished. Yeah. And blah, blah. I don't know a whole lot, just a <clears> little <throat> bit. And so there's that, there's that restoration theme underlying in the play, but there's also the underlying story of restoration with Jim Gordon. And with Arkham because Gar- Arkham's just been restored. Uh-huh. Res- so, and I use that loosely. Yeah. Um, so there's... I just thought that was okay. Mm. See? I love See? it. Caliban. Love it, love it, love it. Caliban is also... I don't know if you watch Penny Dreadful out there in the listeners. I know you haven't seen it yet, but um, Frankenstein's creature chooses the name Caliban. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, Jim watches the show, but apparently he doesn't watch it close enough. Okay, and the <laughs> guy... The, the, okay, so you've got Dr. Gruber, as we later learn that's who he is, but the guy with the round glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, then this next guy that comes over, he's got those green surgical gloves. Are those like freaking Freddy Krueger blades he has on his fingers or what the fuck? This is a freaking asylum. What the hell? Yeah, I wondered about that because I was like, that looks way too weapony. <laughs> yeah, but then again, it's I'm, Arkham, so who the fuck knows? Oh my freaking freaking! And Jim's just sitting there with his arms folded, like, yep. watching this play like watching it's nothing. Play. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Those are weapons. Yeah. And um, as Jim <clears throat> watches this show, we get. We get a couple flashes of Selena, Harvey, and Barb yeah, it's this with quick, Montoya. It's this quick little montage that I really don't understand why it existed, other than, hey, here they are. All right, let's move on. Maybe they were setting us up to go, hey, these are the guys that are going to be in the episode. I, I don't I, know. Um, but yeah, it was that was a weird choice. Um, but so... Over the, the, the guy reciting... 
Yeah. The lines. Yeah. And I wasn't really paying attention, and I didn't have closed captioning on. And then, so. the, then the one guy was singing, and yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? It was weird. Um, so pretty qu- pretty quickly, uh, one of the inmates in the audience gets angry, and he charges the stage, and he attacks the guy he that's singing. really has an issue with this play. Yeah. He thinks there's way too many men in it, and there should be more women. Well, you know. They were just being accurate for Shakespeare's time. That's true. Uh, and so, <laughs> Jim intervenes. The guy singing is way creepy. That's yeah. what it was. That's what my notes say, because now that I've actually looked at my answer, the guy singing is creepy. That inmate thinks so, too. Yeah. that's what it, That had to be what it there was. There we go. And so, um, Jim and a nurse take the beaten up guy to the infirmary. Mm-hmm. And uh, the director comes in. Dr. Lang, don't call him Mr. Director. Director or doctor. Actually, I have director, director Lang, but I think it was supposed to say director, Dr. Lang. Yeah. He doesn't like Mr. No, but he's played by uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. He played a good asshole, and I like him. Looking at him, yeah, he really did. Looking at him, he looked so freaking familiar. Yeah. But even looking through his filmography, ooh, look, I said it the first time. Yeah, you did. Um, there was nothing in his list that I recognized. I recognized him from uh, Enchanted. Yep, he was he in was Enchanted. One, but he was, I've never seen Enchanted. He was one of the. Um, I don't do Disney. I know. And it was singing in birds. And, yeah. And, uh, but he was, he was, uh, him and his wife were at a divorce attorney's in that. And that's, that's what I remember him from. But he's been in all well, kinds of stuff. Yeah. And he's been in a lot of things, but nothing I would have watched. Like he was in like 20 something episodes of The Wire. Yeah. And he, he was in Veep. Yeah. Neither of those are shows that I watched, but I at least recognize the names enough to put them in my thing over here. Yeah. To, okay, this is who, but he looks so freaking familiar. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like, I mean, I think he did a good job with Lane because I hated him. Um, and so, he blames Gordon for what happened. And sure he does. He says but there Jim have been, doesn't play into his shit. No, and but he says there have been lots of disturbances since Jim took the job. Um, and he, like, continues to threaten him. And they, he says that they're going to wait for a doctor to show up. Mm-hmm. And Jim keeps his attitude that he's developed up to this point. Yeah. And I think that was because we were so worried about him in mm-hmm. the first few episodes. He had no emotions. He had no facial expressions, no personality. And since that one episode, um, oh, which one was it? Where he got his emotional merit badge? Yes. Which one was that? I it might know. have been Vi- uh, Venom. It was a Viper. Or, I don't remember. Shit, but, don't know. um, a I've slept since then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But since he got his personality let's just put it that way he's maintained it and i think it's gotten further developed yeah and i'm so happy to see that ben mckenzie has feelings yes he does and uh we get leslie Tompkins. dr leslie Tompkins, played by you know who oh marina from firefly marina buckran she was in firefly she was in homeland she was in v she also was in the TV series Batman the Brave and the Bold. As a voice? She was the voice of Cheetah. Okay. So she has been in a Batman She's also previously. voiced Talia Al Ghul in another iteration. I think they said she's voiced like three DC characters is what I read. That was the only one I, I was going through her list. I, she's been in a lot more shit than I realized. I love her so much. I adore her. Well, Firefly. Yeah. I mean, you really don't need anything other than that. But yeah. I, that's all the thing I've seen her in. She's but I didn't fabulous. realize that she's been in so much. I saw her in V. She was, she was really so good in V. I, rem- I watched the original V. Yeah. I'm aging myself. <laughs> but I watched the original V. Yeah. 
back in the day and never got around to watching. It was good. Uh, I, I thought they canceled it incorrectly, but I was so I was pissed off about that. Incorrectly? They canceled it incorrectly. You are the weakest link. Yeah, goodbye. And um but yeah, I was really I'm really excited not only to see her but to see Leslie Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um because canonically Leslie Thompson Tompkins is Yeah, not Bruce, Thompson. No, Tompkins is Bruce's therapist, right? Who she really is cuz I did I went to double check my facts before because that's what I was thinking, Yeah, because I'm just, kids, I'm over here she, talking out of my ass. She actually was a friend of Thomas Wayne's. Okay. Thomas was a surgeon. Right. She's a doctor. You can see how they would be colleagues. So mm-hmm. she was a really good friend of Thomas Wayne's. She basically helped Alfred raise Bruce. Okay. And kind of like in a mom and dad Aww. sort of way. So she's, in the, in the comics, she's actually much, much older. Yeah. She's like Alfred's age older. Yeah. <laughs> So and she was in the animated series, and I really liked her in that. Yeah. Um. So I like I like the idea of Leslie Tompkins, um, but her character is a totally different. Yeah, she's not a psychiatrist. She's a doctor. She's, she's a medical a, doctor. Yeah, she's a medical doctor in here, and we do not see her with Bruce this entire episode. No, we don't. And um, when she walks in, she knows who Jim is. Yeah, she's she knows him. him by reputation. All the girls are talking about you. I love her, and but it's not. It doesn't come off as like. I thought it was pretty flirty. It was flirty, but it wasn't awkward flirty. It's all flirting is awkward. Well, that's true. Oh wait, that's just me. <laughs> I but I I really like her right away, um, and I'm really happy about that because I wanted to like her. Yeah, because going into this episode, we knew she would be in it. Yeah, we and had as heard much as we love her. We're like, please let her be a good character. Please, please let her let not her go down character. the bar road. And she really is. And Although I didn't like her as much in this as I do later. Yeah. But I really did like her in this. Yeah. She gets better. She does get better. She gets even better. And um, so she thinks that Jim's crazy quest to take down City Hall is admirable. Aww. Get a room. I know. And and that's exactly what the patient tells them, which I was like. He's just sleeping off his meds. I'm trying to. Get a room, you two. So we move on to Selena, and she's prowling around an alley, and she finds Ivy. Who is so sick. Yes, Ivy's very sick, and Selena gets an idea. And so she climbs up the side of the building of Barb's ridiculous apartment. I don't know. I'm hoping that maybe she just kind of went up a few stories and then climbed out a window and then climbed up. Yeah, because, I don't know. Oh, my God. But that but that building's got to have decent security. I mean, that's a pretty swanky apartment building. I think Ivy got in through to the door. And, and that I put that in my notes because I don't know how the hell that happened either. Script. Ain't no way some Script. guard is going, or some doorman is going to let in a street kid no. to be like, oh, I need to go up to the penthouse. And you know there had to be a doorman. This is, you know. Yeah, this is a swanky, um, swank building. Unless... Cat knew the door code from going got there with Jim. Oh, that's true, and kind of got him in the back door or something like but that. But there's there's no way to know. Um, but there's a couple of things here. Uh, Ivy mentions no doctors ever again. Yeah, but that never that doesn't get explained. I'm hoping that'll pick up later. Yeah, I'm hoping we get some more Ivy information because so far we've gotten just little teases of her. Mm-hmm. She but her that no no doctors never again. Yeah, and there's Kat's there's, like, a, okay, there's a story there. Also, uh, the Selena Kyle Ivy Pepper pairing um, brings to mind the the Catwoman Poison Ivy Harley Quinn <gasps> combo that yes. we see off and on in the comics. So we saw it in the animated series too, and it was awesome. Will we see a young version of Harley join this little group? I would love at that some point. so much. I would just adore that. Yeah, that would make me so happy. Thus far, they haven't introduced a Harley. No, they haven't. Harleen. 
Harleen. It will go, you know, if they do the same thing they did with Ivy, it'll probably be like, her name probably will be Harley. Possibly. Instead of Harleen Quinzel. Yeah. Who who the hell knows? Who knows? Um, but, yeah. Well, I mean, we, of course, we haven't seen it. They've only teased the Joker at yeah. this point. But still, it's just kind of, because uh, yeah. you see it happening. It's it's there. Yeah. It's, I, it's I, coming. I love, I love it's the a secret trio war. of no, bad wait, girls. Wrong show. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah, those three together. Oh, my gosh, it's great. The possibilities was, are great. I was playing Batman Arkham Knight the yeah. other night with the um, the Harley storyline. Yeah. It's this short little side. It's a prequel to the um, to the game. It's after, well, that's a spoiler. Um, but it's, uh, she's gone to go rescue Poison Ivy. Oh, okay. And um, it's just an itty-bitty little portion of the game. It's not the main storyline, so I don't feel like it's much of a spoiler. But that's, and, and according to what I've read, it should only take you about half an hour to play through it. It's really, really Aww. short. But you get to play as Harley. That's awesome. And it's really kind of cool. Harley's one of my favorites. Yeah. Because she got introduced in the animated series, and that was how I well, her char- Batman the yeah. first time. Yeah. Well, her character in, in Batman Arkham Knight, um, she's somewhere between the traditional and the Batman 52 clothes. Okay. She's not as sexed up as she is in the, in the new in the 52, but um, she is she does have the pigtails instead of the 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 jester the hat. The jester hat, yeah. Yeah, um, and she's got a little skirt on, but I don't mind pieces of the 52 because I've seen uh, you know, I'm not I don't read the comics cuz just the format of it never I don't read them either. <laughs> they never really did much for me um, and I don't, I'm not trained to read comics now my eyes don't work that way i've read comics my whole life i can't help um so i've seen pictures of the new harley and i think she looks cool like i think the hair thing is cool but it does look like yeah i like that she has hair and that she's not in the jester costume that was getting really old but oh my gosh she's still so sexy yeah and i and i think it was just done for the sake of it not yeah. for any there is no reason way that. that that outfit is in any way there's nowhere to hide gadgets or weapons no. or the punch gun or anything like that. Poison, because you know uh, Harley Harley Quinn has a, an immunity to poisons and whatnot. Right. There's nowhere to hide any kind of poisons or nice. antidotes or nothing. There's nowhere to hide anything. But that's that's actually kinda, that's kind of the nice part about Gotham though is they're completely their own thing. There's no canon that they have to worry about uh, conforming to. So they could do something cool with. They Harley. usually do. Yeah. So they could do something really cool with Harley. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I would really like, because we, we've got the, the Catwoman um, Poison Ivy. I would like up. that. I would yeah. like that a lot. Get the bad girls together. So now we start looking for any street kids with blonde hair. I think so. With a Jersey accent. I think so. Yeah, I like that. That'd be awesome. I'm not chair dancing or nothing. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, so we go to the clock tower. So we go to the clock tower. and um, Which is a far better use than it has been so far. Yes. And uh, Cat, like we said, Cat breaks in and she smells that nobody's been there in a while. I know she's like, what the fuck? Okay, Uh, but she does explain. She does. She just she sniffs and that look on her face, like, huh? Yeah. Oh my god. She says there's dust on everything and she can smell something rotten. So nobody's been there in a while. So they they decide they're going to squat there for a while while so Ivy can get better. It's not a bad idea. It's not. It's not a bad idea at all. Um, So we move on and um, Oswald is uh, greeting these fishermen at the dock, and he uh, asks them about his proposition. Of raising the taxes. And they're like, oh, hell no. Yeah, they're basically like, no. And he's like, he gets really smug about it. And see, that's what I think Penguin's biggest weakness is when he gets smug. And he 
just assumes do, he's got the upper hand. Do you know what hubris is? Yeah, do you know what hubris is? And hubris. Hubris. And uh, <laughs> so the the fisherman is like, yeah, no, I've called the cops on you. And he's like, Haha, I'm the penguin. We own the cops. Okay, so all along, penguin has been like, oh, don't call me penguin. Don't call me penguin. Don't call me. But he's the like, penguin. Here he is. He's the penguin. He's finally embracing. Yeah. But he's the Penguin. And it's making he's making it a moniker instead of just like a he's nickname. making it his own. Yep. And uh, he's like, we own the cops on the dock. Well, apparently not. Till he gets punched. And then he gets punched out. Uh, and so we go back to Arkham, and Jim is patrolling. We're a lot less jumpy in this episode. Yeah. For and, the most part, it's Arkham. Yeah. And um, Jim finds an inmate, and he's near catatonic. On his rounds, as you do. Oops. And um, they go, they take him to the infirmary and uh, Leslie is inspecting him and she says there are electrode wounds on his head. Mm -hmm. They refer to him as Frogman. Yeah, Frogman. And um, apparently he was given a very high dosage of electricity and it fried his brain. Yeah, because she was saying that the needles went through the skull into, directly into his brain. Yeah. And it just totally fried him. Um, the guy's name is uh, is Frogman, which doesn't mm-hmm. really mean a whole hill of beans. Um, I don't know if you noticed um, the camera work in this entire scene when they're in their infirmary. Everything is is tilted, kind of off center, just a little. Oh, okay. Which is a very I didn't notice that comic booky type thing. Type thing. Like they're framing a panel, c- mm-hmm. kind of crooked. Yeah. So like it's like Jim is tilted this way, and then Leslie's tilted that way. It it gives it. Uh, a little bit of a, I don't know if you know, you said you didn't notice it, so never mind. <laughs> so, it was a thing that happened. So Lang comes in and he's a douche again. Jim yells at him. Jim yells at him and he wants, uh, he wants to call in the GCPD. He misses his boyfriend. He, that's very true. And Lang does not agree. He, he wants Jim to do the investigation. He says, fuck that shit. And he wants to, him to solve it by Friday. I don't know what day of the week it is, but that sounded like pretty ominous. I'm thinking it's not Friday. It's, well, it's not Friday, so. He and has anywhere be, from one to six days to do Well, this. I don't think it would be Thursday, because if it were Thursday, He'd he would say, say tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So presumably it he's got a couple days. It could be anywhere from Saturday to Wednesday. Okay. And he's tasked Jim with figuring out who has attacked this guy and why, and it's really weird, and he doesn't want to involve the cops, and it's like, hmm. It's an internal right. matter, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, um... Leslie immediately keys in on the fact that somebody, the the guy that did it, got their hands on a set of keys. Yeah, she goes through the list. You, you need a basic, um, an basic, basic knowledge of anatomy, anatomy, mm-hmm. electricity. Oh, and of course you need the keys. And Jim's like, Jim's the what like, now? The, what, the keys? Oh, yes, right. Goodbye. <laughs> You're pretty. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so whoops, somebody's lost their keys. And Jim goes to uh, this one guard. And could he could he look any more guilty? His name is Stephen, and uh, the guard admits that his keys went missing after the fight at the play, and he didn't report them. He found a spare set because they would have docked his pay, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is you know the exact right attitude to take when uh, oh, you're sure, in sure. a insane asylum. You know the the keys will just criminally just turn criminally up. criminally insane. Uh-huh. Yeah, they'll they'll, uh-huh. they'll turn up. Sure. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so we go to Fish's place. Mm-hmm. And she's got the two lieutenants that were unhappy from last episode about the tariff increase. Everybody wants to be a boss. Uh, Savano? Uh, Saviano. Saviano. Whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> uh, he's played by John Enos III. Okay. He was in over 200 episodes of The Young and the Restless. All right. Uh, that was, That's... I looked around for this stuff and that was, 
that's about all you found. Best I got, yeah. Okay. That's who he was. So, yeah, everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the boss. They I want to be the boss. But they talk about succession, and it's just purely hypothetical. I mean, they're not, oh, they're not sure. plotting Absolutely. or anything. Absolutely. In theory. And, um, We're just talking. If something, God forbid, should happen to Falcone, who would take over? And um, Fish is like, what about me? And he's like, no. This this is like hierarchy, and I'm the oldest. I have the senior- so I have I have the seniority. seniority. So, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that mom doesn't necessarily work that way. It's whoever has the most power. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Mm, um, so, we're back to we're back to Arkham, and Jim is interviewing inmates, and he starts with Jack Gruber. He is interviewing the inmates with the help of Nurse Dorothy Duncan. Yep. Who is played by Alice Beasley. Yes. Who was in... Moonlighting 157 Legally years. Blonde. Oh, she wasn't Legally Blonde. She was she the was advisor, the, yeah. She was the counselor in Legally Blonde. That told her what her LSAT score needed to be. Mm-hmm. And they're interviewing Jack Grubler, who that name means nothing. Oh, that he's not a thing? No. Uh, he's played by Christopher Heyerdahl. Okay. Who was He's been in, stuff. in a lot of stuff. He was in the Twilight Saga as Marcus. Okay. He was in Supernatural. As uh, Alistair. Alistair. Yeah. He plays a good bad guy. Yeah. He really does. He was, Alistair was so, Marcus was kind of. Bleh. He was decent in the books, but he was boring in the movie. Of course, that whole wicked. Yeah. Not. <laughs> let's not ever do those. <laughs> But in, in the movie, he was really flat. He was just, yeah. oh, hi, I'm Everybody Marcus. And that was it. Um, but as Alistair, he was so creepy. He and was. Just, he was very sinister. And, yeah. So he plays a good bad guy. Um, I should have known right away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been speculated that Gruber may actually be Hugo Strange again with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. That would... I, I have some questions for you at the end. Right. Um, but... It's not, because um, at the end of the episode, we find out why. Yeah. And I can okay. Okay. tell you now, or I can tell you later. It's not going to matter. All right, bangs. tell me now. Um, in the trailer mm-hmm. for episode 12, it's confirmed that he is the electrocutioner. electrocutioner. Okay, who is... is who is ele- Lester Bukinski. Oh, okay, because that that's what I was going to ask you at the end, is because I knew... That uh, they were calling him the electrocutioner, and I thought, okay, well, isn't he canon? So the, the electrocutioner is canon as Lester Bukinski, but not Jack Gruber. Okay, don't know why they chose to change his name. Okay, although I kind and, and looking up the electrocutioner, I found in some tiny little place somewhere that I don't really trust a lot, but I think it might be important to mention at least that the electrocutioner was also a name given to several different electricity type characters okay. in the canon. in the comics okay. um, but most notably it was this guy so i don't know yeah and um jim in- in- interviews him and he's this sociopath and he's already really really interesting to me <laughs> Um, cause I saw the guy and I recognized him and I'm like, okay, he, he needs to be a thing because. Well, he was the, the main dude in the play at the beginning of the episode. Exactly. So. Um, with those glasses. They're big and thick and round. And, um, what I always think of, cause I don't know a lot about the canon, but when I always think of Hugo Strange, it's a shot of him with the glasses, but it's where they're reflective. 
Yes. So you can't see his eyes. Right, right. And we right. got mm-hmm. a couple shots of that. They're Like they're mirrored or something. Yeah, like, like they're mirrored. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple shots of that from the lights in the Tempest. Oh, and I thought, yeah. I thought, okay, that's an image that I, you know, yeah. so, but they're not going that way. No, but whatever. they're not with him. That's... They could that, have been just because they meant because they did mention that Hugo Strange was going to make an appearance, but we haven't seen him yet. We've seen two characters who might have been him, but neither one of them turned out to be. Yeah, but of course we've seen who could be the Joker, and none of them have turned out to be. Yeah. So. They, they for a while there, I was I was worried we were going to get a Joker tease every damn episode. Oh my god! Because when they we haven't seen one in a while. No, I think since the comic, and possibly a red lipstick thing somewhere, but I don't. I think that was a stretch. Red lipstick is just red lipstick. I think that was a stretch. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. There you go. Um, so, yeah, and then we get an interview montage. Interview montage. I haven't had a montage in a while, and this Not this like a real. Great. Like a real shirt. Real montage. montage. Uh, gar- uh, Jim gets, I say guard gets jimmed. Jim gets guard, <laughs> uh, he gets attacked. The couple of the, the inmates kind of attack him, and then you see that he's got a guard up there with him. Yeah. Um, the montage ends with... Aaron. Right. Who is Aaron Helsinger. Okay. He's played by Kevin McCormick, who was also in an episode of Daredevil. Okay. Um, but Aaron Helsinger is canonically Amygdala. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the name, because if you go look at the credits, it's Aaron Helsinger, and Helsinger is... Is a canon character. Amygdala. Okay. Um, his brain damage amplifies his uh, homicidal rage... Okay. And we have this episode. So, but at this point, they make a point of saying he killed his entire family with an axe. With an axe. He does not lie, though. What was that, um, that, um, that kind of sing-song thing about what's-her-name that killed her? Lizzie Borden? Lizzie Borden. Took an axe, gave her father 40 40 wax. wax. Once she saw it, she had done, she gave her, or mother first and then father. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so yeah, with an axe, but I never heard a flea before or after. or after because Dorothy is just all up and she knows she, all about like some as soon stuff. as he got there, she like gets up and walks around and stands behind him and she's patting his shoulder. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we and, told you. Yeah, I know, but did you but did listen? you listen? Uh, so we go. We just get a real short flash of Selena enjoying the view at Barb's yeah, place. Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what that the was about. Purpose of that this is was. the second time we've seen this just a flash for no apparent yeah. reason. Um and so we go back to Fishes and she knows that Saviano like is going to be a problem. <laughs> she knows Saviano's going to be a going to be a real problem cuz he seems to think that he's going to take over. But Butch wants to handle this one. Yes. He's an old friend. Did you doubt Butch here? I think I did originally because okay. Butch has been kind of slimy. Um, so I think I think I was questioning. Okay. Um, but Fish even asks him straight out if he's still loyal to yeah. her. Yeah. And he is really offended. Either Why would he's you really even acting very yeah. well or I mean, he's genuinely offended. Sure. Um, so we go back to Arkham. I don't think I doubted him yet. Okay. Until later. Right. But in the rewatch, it was hard to gauge my original yeah. reaction from when this originally aired a thousand years ago. <laughs> so we go back to Ar- Arkham and we see um, we see a patient get electrocuted. Of course, we don't see the bad person yet. No, just the big old electrical gloves. Yeah, just the big old neoprene gloves. And um, 
Jim later catches him out of his cell, and he's nonsensical, but he is talking. Nonsensical. Yeah. That's a great word. I know, right? Okay. Kind of like lackadaisical. Kind of like lackadaisical. I can say it. Yeah. And uh, so the guy can still talk, but he's only reciting lines from The Tempest. You know, if I really go over the edge, that's the kind of over the edge I want to go. Full. I don't want to go into the psychotic, you, you just know, recite nothing blood, bloodthirsty. Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. okay. I could go with some Edgar Allan Poe, you know, Once Upon a Midnight... And just dreary. Oh my god, I totally blanked. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, there was a t- there was a time I curious volume of forgotten lore or something. Like yeah, that. there was once a time I could actually recite the first four or five paragraph paragraph sections, stanzas or whatever. Yeah, it was pretty okay. cool. Uh, that's the kind of crazy I'd want to be. Okay, that's <laughs> just good to know. you know. That's good to know. So when you electrocute my brain, that's what that's I what I'm aiming for. Because I'm thinking you're going. That's where we want to go. Well, you know, I'm getting a lot of ideas from okay. this episode. Uh, so yeah, and they kind of make a point of saying that he can still talk, unlike the other one who is completely like catatonic. But that's the only. He's like Shakespeare in a loop, is what she calls it. Yeah, and um, he, she's still flirting with him. Oh, hardcore! Oh and my so god, he uh. And he wants Leslie to go back to her ward. Because in the beginning, she makes a point of saying, I am I usually work in the female ward, but I'm right. helping out. Yeah, when they're shorthanded. And of course, she when she gets her nose into this case, she's all up in it. Uh, but he wants her to... Her patients need her. Yeah, she wants he wants her to go back to her ward and stay safe. And she's like, no. Um, <laughs> just no. Just no. Um, because at this point, he starts to suspect that it's a staff member. Maybe it's not an inmate. And Lang continues to be pissed at him about literally hey, everything. He, it doesn't matter what he, he doesn't does. doesn't want to hear it. No. Yeah. Nothing. But Jim has already called. <gasps> the GCPD. His boyfriend. Yes, he has. Um, I have that in here. <laughs> he's like, I suppose you want to call on the GCPD. And he's like, yeah, I already did that. Yeah. Because Jim's did. like, fuck you rules at this point. Screw you guys. But see, this goes to Jim will be guided by his moral compass whether or not his superiors are allowing him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, he gonna do what... Jim gonna do what Jim gonna do. Yeah, he is. So, um... Oh, this is painful. So there's... Okay. There's this... Okay, can we just... We'll just get through this really quick. Okay. Like a Band-Aid. There's Bob... There's Barb and Montoya scene. Is this scene really even necessary? And I want to say that, yes, they're both right. The scene was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> well, the scene itself, I was like, okay, Barb, literally everybody is dropping you. And nobody likes and you. Nobody likes you. But Barb, uh, she she's like, I'm totally over Jim. And then Montoya's Bullshit. like, yeah, but we're going to break up now. Because <laughs> this was a mistake. The scene was a mistake. But I do like the fact that Montoya's character, she's like, listen, uh... I don't want to get sucked back down to this shit again. We're toxic together. Because, and she makes a point of saying Barb has been drinking and using drugs. Exactly. And she's like, I'm a fucking recovering addict and I don't need this shit. Exactly. And she, she thought does, it, she thought it would be. A, I think she thought she could save her. I think or she some did bullshit. too. I think she did too. And you can't save people who don't want to be saved. No. And Barb is toxic. She fucking is. That is the definition of toxic. Barb is the Joker's origin. In, in I've the decided dic- in the dictionary under toxic, it says see Barbara Kane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Barbara's the one. Any anybody that's like uh, any kind of a toxic. What spill, if she is? She's the origin. What if she is the Joker? Shut up. Ooh. She crazy. She could get together with Harley. And that would be awesome. What if they gender bend Harley too? <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Tommy. 
Oh, he should, he's awfully young for her, though. That's true. That's mm, true. Mm. I don't know, but... Mm. I would like for them to do something cool mm. with Barb. I like this. Somebody write that. Yeah. Write that fanfic. I need to go check out AO3. Um, okay, excuse not, me. I'll be back. I have not read any Gotham fanfic. <gasps> What's wrong with us? I know. I just realized that. Hmm. AO3 stat. <laughs> um, so, and this, this kind of goes into my question. Um, how is dating another cop less stressful for Barb? I don't think it's about dating a cop. I think it's about the escapism. Yeah. She'll, she, she's let her, obviously she's let her get away with the drugs and the alcohol. Yeah. At this point. That's Which I think is really for. shitty of Barb, who knows Well, that, Barb's just shitty, so. That's true. But Montoya has made a point of saying, I've been clean for a year, and Barb is using in front of her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what but kind Montoya of. But Montoya let her. I know. What kind of a shitbag person do you have to be? I hate Barb. <laughs> So, uh, so, all right, we're done. Mm-hmm. We done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the scene was a mistake. Yeah. So we go back to Arkham, but we get, we get a good scene <gasps> now. I love this and scene. And it's Harvey at Arkham. I love this scene. He walks in and he's just like, all right, all right, I'm cool with that. And he then hugs he, him and he kisses him on the cheek. He's so he's like, happy hey, to partner. see him. Oh, yeah, this place is as freaky as advertised. Yeah. yeah. And he's not angry, but his hat is there. And, um, well, I think he's a little angry on the inside. Yeah. Um, but he goes, oh, you must be director, doctor, using the full title, yeah. director, doctor. But that also means they have talked. And Jim has said, Jim has given Jim him the background. Bitched. No, Jim has bitched about his boss. Called his boyfriend. He's like, oh my God, you can't even call him mister. You have to call him director or doctor. And then bullet regurgitates they've had, it. They've had that drink, haven't they? They have. Wink, 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 wink. wink. And, um... So he's not happy with Lang, and I loved watching Harvey He work. just jumped right in there. Yes. And, like, Jim is, and Jim is showing some humor. A little bit. and Because uh, Harvey's rubbing off on him, too. Did you see what I did there? I did see what you did there, <laughs> and I appreciate that. You're um, welcome. So Harvey's like, we're going to bring you down to the station, Dr. Yeah. Lang, Director Dr. Lang. And um, he just kind of goes into so, this uh, whole, you wouldn't be, I mean, you wouldn't want to cover any of this up. Now, would you? I mean, that's at least a level three, a uh, grade three assault, what, assault or something. Three, yeah, uh, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Oh, he just goes on, and the whole time I'm just mesmerized, going. Oh, I know. I he was so great. He in just this wanted scene. to work with Jim again. He did, and you could see how happy Jim is to see when him he too. he. It was on. It was really kind of out of character when he saw Jim, and he pushes. The, <laughs> Director Dr. Lang aside and grabs him and kisses him on the cheek. And yeah, I'm going to keep... He kissed him on the cheek. And he I'm, calls him partner. Partner. I'm so happy to see But I, I also get like... Jim's probably feeling like, see? Yeah, I'm not worthless, Lang. You suck. Look, my... Look at my partner. He mm-hmm. likes me. He mm-hmm. thinks I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and Harvey just talks circles. He around does. Around this guy. And because like, at this... Uh, well, at this point, Harvey's the authority figure. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I just... I loved it so much. And, um... So, we move on to the docks, and Butch meets Saviano. Mm-hmm. And they talk about fish, and they talk about succession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says... He tells Butch that... She's never going to take over. And he said, listen, she wouldn't be anything without you and your crew. So mm-hmm. why don't you come over mm-hmm. to my side? I'll give you everything Fish has. You can have her club. And that's day one. And that's day one signing bonus. Right. But did you notice not once did they ever mention that she couldn't do it 
because she was a woman. Yep. It was only because of the seniority and the power. Yeah, she does, She just doesn't have enough power to pull this it off. It didn't have nothing. They never once. And he, he even says, yeah, she's a moneymaker. Yeah, she's good at what she does. But. But she, the only reason she's where she is is because of you. Yeah. And not because he's a man. Never said yeah, because I, he's a I man. Yeah, I did appreciate that. And that's, and it's, you know. This was about, and because in the scene before, he never said because she was a woman. Yeah. So even if you're, I'm you're next in line of the seniority. Your hard-boiled Gotham gangsters aren't asshole meninists. If you are, you probably need to look at your life and rethink your choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because Harvey gonna kick your Harvey, uh, Harley's gonna kick your ass. Harvey, Harvey, and Harley. I know. Wow. Right. Yeah. Selena yeah. gonna kick your ass. Everybody gonna kick your ass. Fish gonna kick your ass. Oh, with some spike uh, heels and down. Yes. Yes. And then Butch is gonna do it too. Um, so while thought, he's holding her heels, while he yeah, well, that's true. Um, so Butch promises to think it over. Yeah. So did you at this point start? I think mistrusting? this is where I started mistrusting. If I didn't mistrust him before, I definitely mistrusted him because he's got here. a history with this or guy. or doubted him at least. Yeah, he's yeah. got a history with They're this like guy, brothers. and it's a sweet deal that he's offering him. Fuck yeah, it's a sweet deal. I don't know if I could turn it down. Yeah. So I mean, you know, if I was a mobster. Uh, it's just business. <laughs> so we go back to the GCPD, and Penguin is locked up. And he tries to talk to Harvey about it. Oh my God, it. Harvey. <laughs> he, and and he, Penguin. He says he's there by mistake and he's like, Please. Well, Harvey still hates this guy. Oh, yeah. And um, he asks Harvey to call Don Maroney and let him know that Penguin's locked up. But I like having you here. And it's Harvey's like, peaceful. Yeah, I can just look over and see you. And he's like, no. Like so, a bonsai tree. Like a bonsai tree. Oh, Harvey was the on stuff, point in this episode. The stuff that Harvey comes up with and says. It's great. The lines they give him, I, I think it speaks a lot to the way that Donald um, executes the lines, too. Yeah. Because you couldn't just say those things without the way he executes them. Yeah. So. Um, so we awesome. move back and uh, Bush. Now. Yeah. In between these scenes, we do a sit. There's a cityscape. Mm-hmm. We do it because they do the lot in between scenes. Yeah. They do that. We don't always talk about them. But um, in this particular one, you see the bat smoke. Oh, bit, really? against that little brown square, you know, rectangle. It's probably the same shot. So it's are they, I think they're recycling stock footage. Oh, I think they are too. I'm because sure. it's the exact same. <laughs> they just panned over and the I, city because you know I'm I'm looking for bats. Of now. course you are. I found two. <laughs> um. So now and it swings back. But I was like, oh look, there's a bat. No wait, that's the same one. It's and I rewound bat. it. Yep, it's the same one. So I didn't get another <laughs> screenshot because it was stock pointless. Footage. Yeah. Okay. And they do a lot in the night scenes. I don't know if you've noticed, um, which you probably have. Um, in a lot of the night scenes, if they're outside, they do the um, the full moon, cloudy, yeah, crap, very Batman-y. Yeah, where you can see where the bat signal would be in the sky if exactly, such a thing existed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've noticed I that. I sort of facepalm every time they do. They're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, really? You know that's all stock footage CGI." Hey, which... did you guys know, did you guys know that Batman's coming? I don't know. Oh, that you no, know did that, you know you're so. in Gotham? This is Gotham. This is what Gotham looks like at night. <laughs> the show is called Gotham. <laughs> there, are, there are no stars, and it's always cloudy. Even during the day, it's always cloudy. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I think that's on purpose, though. I think it is too. Gotham is like on a under a permanent rain cloud. Okay, so. We're back to fish. Yes, we're okay. back to fish. And uh, Butch tells her that he's working on Saviano, and he says that he just needs time. Just needs time. I'm feeling optimistic. Yeah. So this doesn't look good for him either. No, it doesn't. Um, us, us being the omniscient. Yeah. Omniscient. We, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet. Um, 
love it when I get words I right. I know, right? Cha-ching. <laughs> uh, as being the omniscient audience. Ooh, there's two words. Uh, you know, we know. Yeah. And no, it does not. Look good. So, okay, so Harvey's interviewing Lang. Yeah, he's got Director a, Doctor. Director Doctor, and he's taking him down to GCPD, and he's talking about electroshock therapy. Thank God we don't have Director Doctor Lang and Butch Gilzane in the same scene. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, he emphasizes that the, inmate, that the inmates weren't treated by a skilled surgeon. No, and he's he's almost sounds like he's actually trying. I don't know if he's, originally, I think he was trying to dig himself out of the hole, but yeah. it gets to where he actually sounds like he's... Thinking, uh, he's, yeah, actually, he's actually starting to think about it to think this through, and um, because there he says there's no skilled surgeons on staff. Yeah, because he even admits he hasn't touched a body since medical. Yeah, he's school. not a surgeon. Yeah, he's a doctor, <clears throat> but he's not a surgeon. Right, and um, because there are other kinds of doctors. Right, and also he's an administrator. Exactly, he's not even involved in the day to day patient patient care. No. So, um, so Harvey wants to know what he's hiding, and he tells him to stop digging. And I got the distinct impression that he is part of this big machine that is Gotham. Okay. And um, this is really an obvious setup uh, for Arkham being a go-to point at any time they need a plot. They yeah. just set that, set that up. Set that up? Set that mm-hmm. up in that one short little scene. Yeah. They completely... Because, oh, well, Arkham and this person released and this person has gone crazy. And we could do... I, 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 Arkham! Oh, we need a story. Let's go to Arkham. And, and that's what, I mean, the comics do that. Oh, yeah. And we know canonically Arkham is like a damn revolving door. They make freaking crazy for, the, for these. It's like, there. oh, well, Joker got out again. Oh, Scarecrow got out. Oh, oh crap. Two faces out again. Yeah. It's like, it's like literally, I think they get day passes from Arkham. Uh, yeah. I know, right? Uh, but Harvey gets some, some more great, really, really great lines here. Mm-hmm. Don't play tag. Because mm-hmm. he asks him a question. The guy deflects. Don't play tag sounds heavy yeah and my favorite oh i don't want to dig too deep and hit any power lines yeah I mean, these are some great lines yeah but I, and i kind of go back to um lang has been up jim's ass but at the same but he's jim's quote superior i don't quotes. know that he's trying to run not trying to run jim out as possible maybe he's been told listen jim has been put here he's trouble that's possible make shit hard for him i can see that come come down from because he's part of the mayor yeah he's part of the chain of authority he's not with the program anymore yeah i could see that yeah absolutely i could see that and then now that he's faced with harvey whatever jim does is wrong in lang's eyes well yeah so i i just thought you know he's connected with all that so yeah he's probably got some shit in his closet well he says yeah he's hiding something something bigger and you need everybody but he also everybody is yeah we all are hiding something so uh back at arkham i'm hiding a dead possum (laughs) no i'm not really i just totally yeah i'd be gross um (laughs) so my place is not that big no it's not so jim is going through staff records um at arkham and apparently he realizes something he finds like some old blueprints yeah and how he yeah, he, he opens up these blueprints and he's looking at them and, and Dorothy walks in with, I guess, coffee or whatever. Coffee and or he cocoa says some, or something. Yeah, he says something about, I'm like, but how do you know how I like my coffee? That was kind of frightening. Yeah. I don't like other people making my coffee. <laughs> I don't know. You might could make it. Maybe. I'd put, I'd put too, put much, too much creamer in it. Yeah. And then I'd be um, like, oh, damn, I have to drink it. <laughs> I put way too much creamer in my coffee one day last week. I was like, mm, she'd like it. Yes, I would. But he comes up with this. He says the records are incomplete. He needs to go to the basement. This confused me on so many levels. Yeah. Why would looking at the m- blueprints tell Dog him that. records are incomplete? Yeah. 
and this place has been closed for 10 years, so why would any of the records on the current inmates be in the basement? And I thought Arkham had been closed for 15 years. She says the basement's been closed for 10 years because of chemicals. They say somewhere in here they said 10 years. She says the basement's been locked up for 10 years, but I thought Arkham itself had been closed for 15. I could have sworn. Okay. That that's what I remember. Okay. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And um, so she know, but and he asked her, he's like, do you know a way down there? She's like, yeah. So she knows a way down there. Um, which, so... Great idea, Jim. Super great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and back at the GCPD... Because this is not suspicious at all. No, and back at the GCPD, um, Harvey's re- Harvey's doing a really good job of explaining. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, listen, think about anybody on your staff, if they could do this, who would, who are you getting a flash what's of? The first, what's the first face that comes to mind? Yes. And that's how good... That's actually a really good yeah. roles. And so he keeps talking. You've seen we, Criminal Minds. Yeah, he keeps talking and he does get a flash. And Harvey picks up on it immediately. Uh, 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 and he says, I saw it. And all that Lang says is, she couldn't. Who is she? Um, and so we see uh, Dorothy is taking Jim downstairs. And they hear a door clang. Mm-hmm. And Leslie joins them. So at this point, were you at Ooh. all worried about it being Leslie? A little bit. I'm, in the first, in when I first saw this, in the watch through, of course I am. I wasn't, because same. I'm like, they're not going to waste her for one episode. That's true. Uh, I was thinking completely practically. According to the Gotham Wiki, Arkham Asylum had been closed for 10 years. Okay. I pulled 15 out of my ass then, apparently. Sorry, it was really bothering me. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you did that. I think, it was, I think it was very important to our lives that we knew. Well, I was going to go back after the show and look at my notes from whenever that episode I was. I just went to GothamWikia.com well, you know, and typed in. What else? Because I know you guys can all hear me typing over here. So sorry. Sorry. Apologize <laughs> for that, but it, it, it needed to be known. Um, it was regardless of the moment. Uh, so, Harvey has, I'm going back through my notes here, make sure we didn't miss anything. Light bulb moment. Did yep. you, okay, did you know it was her? Did you think it was Thompson's? You said that you don't, you did never thought it was her. No, I thought it was the creepy nurse. I was kind of, eh, eh, I, I don't think I really suspected the nurse. I think I called creepy nurse early if I remember correctly. I think you did too. Because usually we try to call it out for each other if it's like, <laughs> I think it's well, so-and-so. <laughs> You bragging rights, man. Yeah, exactly. So I think I called the creepy nurse. But at the same time, Dr. Tompkins, Leslie, is a little dense in the scene. She's like, oh, what do you mean? I didn't go home. What are you talking about? He's like, you need to leave. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I do not want this woman to be a silly girl. Yeah. Please yeah. don't make this woman a silly girl. And um, she keeps, uh, Dorothy keeps getting closer to uh, Leslie as yeah. she's talking. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. She flings Leslie at Jim and then runs away. It's not a bad ploy. No, it's a good distraction. There's a lot of rushing around. Yep. And uh, he tells Leslie to have the building locked down. And, it and turns, get out. And it turns out that Dorothy Duncan is an inmate. <gasps> and Which I did not catch. I didn't see coming I did either. not see that coming until it was done. And then you go back and you rewatch it and you're like, eh. Because we just see, an, uh, we just see a uniform and we... Assume she's got like a name tag and everything. Yeah, yeah, she's got the little hat, and that's the part that really killed me because of that timeless shit. 
Mm-hmm. I bought that old nurse's uniform. Yep. Because nobody, no, no nurses dress like that anymore. Yeah, but the show is timeless. Exactly. And so I was like, oh, whatever. I'll go with it when I first saw it. Yeah. I should have known. Though they played us with it, though. They, they did. They, they used it. Yeah. And it worked. And um, so, it actually yeah, worked. Yeah, for once. And so uh, Dorothy, we see her. She's opening all the cells in the ward. Mm-hmm. And uh, she ends up leading, kind of de facto leading this mob of inmates and they're chasing leslie now and i would like to point out that dorothy is wearing nursing shoes yeah leslie's wearing heels yeah because you know how i feel about people's footwear yes okay i would have kicked them shoes off and run them my bare yeah. feet it's flat floors and it's you get better like, traction yeah and it's it's not like she's outside in the ground or anything it's just yeah flat uh, man i because you man can, i would bust my you can get ass. some better grip on bare feet and on yeah. that linoleum she'd be slipping and sliding Mm-hmm. I mean, and who wears heels like that in an on-your-feet job? Yeah. Whatever. Leslie Tompkins does. So, yeah. But, yeah, um, so, and we see Dorothy get trampled. Before that happens, though, we see Jim running down a hallway of uh, open cell doors. Yeah. And we see Gruber just sitting. Just calmly, calmly. sitting. I mean, they focus in on it. You really can't yeah. miss it. It's right there. And he hears Leslie screaming, and he goes chasing after her. Yeah, and Dorothy gets uh, trampled. Yep. And she has blood smeared across her her face, across her mouth. And that's the only place you see blood. Right. There's no, like, blood anywhere else. Almost like maybe her face got stepped on or something. Um, but if you listen very closely, right after the uh, inmates trample past, uh, you hear what really, really sounds like Joker laughing. Yeah. And you, <laughs> and you, uh, when I came I over today. I had paused, ready to listen to when you came yes, over today. You said, I'm not going to tell you what I think I heard because I don't know if I've been tainted by reading about it. Or if I actually heard it. And so, um, so you, you just told me to listen. And right away I was like, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. That sounded like a Joker laugh. Mm-hmm. And so those bastards are teasing us about Joker again. Yeah, but this was so much cooler. It was. It was kind of like a chilly, ooh, yeah, like, Jack oh my Nicholson God, was, oh my God, shining kind of shit. There? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. It was that a was very, a terrible Joker laugh. I'm sorry. It, the, the, one, the one on the show is better. It's way better. <laughs> but yeah, if it's it starts um, right as they the inmates start to leave the screen. And it's, it's real, because you're paying so much attention to what's going on on the screen. Yeah. And you see her trampled and you're, thought, you're thinking, oh my God, she's been trampled. But when you hear it and you're just like, whoa, it's yeah. jarring when you it realize, is. when you listen for it. And you're like, holy shit, what was that? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and so Jim ends up meeting up with Leslie and they very narrowly escape. Did you notice Jim pulls a Jurassic World moment on them? Jurassic World and also the Ninth Doctor. Oh, now see, I don't do Doctor Who. Well, I know, but um, I know you love the Ninth Doctor. I do like Nine. And um, for someone who does not watch the show, Nine is my favorite Doctor. I know, and he Here's has uh, in he's the yummy. in well, it's the only season he's in. It's in the um, poor guy. The, the first he deserved episode, more seasons. Yeah, it's in the first episode with Jack Harkness, who you also love. Um, and he uh, for someone who's never watched the show, yeah, he's got all these kids with gas masks, and they're you know coming <gasps> oh, at him. Oh, it's that episode. It's that episode where he's like, "Go, go to, to your bed. room, go or go to your room, or go yes. to bed." Yes, and it felt like that to me. It's Tumblr's fault that I know all of this there shit. There you go. I have seriously the only episode I have ever watched was Rose. Yep, which is the first episode of the ninth season. Yes, yes, of the new Who. Yes, and I watched it. and I was like, eh, but it it felt like that. For me, except for it only works for a, a moment with Jim. 
but it allows them to escape. Yeah, it just does. Just like in Jurassic World. Yeah. You're right. There was, there but was, he does kind of, whoa. And I was like, <laughs> he's where he up. like radiates authority. He does for just a second. Just long enough for her to get the keys in the door. They pause though, don't they? I they mean, do. They really do. Yeah. But I mean, I would too, so. It's velociraptors all over again. <laughs> I just wanted to That's make the noise. That's a terrible velociraptors. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a frog here. I don't know what the fuck. You're I can't like even do it. frog man over here. I'm done. Um, so, yeah. I he thought, got, he's brain dead, so. So, <laughs> so they narrowly escape. Um, and we what was it? Was, no, my notes here says Jim pulls a Jurassic World moment with the inmates. It fails. Yeah. He does escape, but boy, it just didn't yeah. last. Um, and, uh. We go back to Barb's place, and Ivy is convalescing there, and she... She's eating her some soup or something. But she doesn't shit. want any butter because she's a vegan. She doesn't do vegan. Plants, man. She's so she'll eat plants. plants. She'll eat the plants, but she loves the plants. You think she'd she needs, be like... She needs to consume the plant power. You think she'd be like only eating meat because plants are precious. I don't know. But plants don't eat meat. That's true. If she wants to be plant-like herself. She needs, like, some dirt pudding... <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> and uh, it's got to be a nod to the whole poison ivy yeah. shit. And Selena's like, "Okay, I won't give you any butter." Um, and so no, I want butter. I know, Damn I it. always want butter. Um, and so the phone rings, and Ivy answers. Where the fuck is she? And this is phone? horrible. This Ivy answers, so and bad. she puts. It's great. She puts on a voice. And well, Barb assumes that it's some woman that's hanging out with Jim because she's she like, loses "Oh, Jim can't. Shit. Jim can't come to the phone right now. He's busy." Can or I something. take a message? But I mean, you've got like this because I think she's younger than Selena. She's like eight or nine years old, putting this voice on. Yeah, but when you grow up on the streets like these kids did, and Barb but, buys it. Oh, she totally does. Um, and as much as as I hate to bring this up in the reference to a child, right? Um, but you kind of already did, so we're just going to go with it. Um, Poison Ivy in canon uh-huh. uses pheromones and shit oh, as yeah, part of a yeah. seduction routine. That's true. Which To get what she wants. To get what she wants from other people, which strangely doesn't work on Bruce Wayne because of his uh, willpower training. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, people? <laughs> You've got a dick like everybody else. I know. Well, but, but see, in canon, Poison Ivy uses it on men and women. Okay, cool. And canonically, it's that if you go look up Poison Ivy and look in her power description, she uses it on men and women. She just needs um, to get what she wants. But I was like, I oh, really, she's a child in the show, but later down the road, and I'm just, but this is a child. And I don't know that we're ever going to get there with her. I don't think we will is, either. She's pretty damn young in this. She is. But I would like to see some, some more direction yeah. that her going that way. Than her just being this... Mixed just up kids. You're just being there. Yeah. Um, so Barb buys that shit and it upsets her and she throws her phone across the room. Like a true, you know, mature Losing adult. her shit moment. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's but Barb's I... not toxic. But it's Barb's apartment for one thing. I thought that was weird too. I think too. she kind of has a right to be pissed. Well, I thought she was, it was weird that she was calling him there when it wasn't, it was her apartment and she's acting like they broke up together. Or she's acting like they broke up because she's with Montoya. But, so I just thought the whole thing was just like, God, Barb, could you possibly have worse judgment and then get mad at him for possibly... I'm just going to sit here and shake my head. ...being with somebody when you've done the same thing and you were the one that did the leaving. I just can't even. I don't think anybody can I have even with no Barbara. can left to even. 
with, with her. With her. None. I just don't even care anymore. <laughs> Poison Ivy's doing the shit to her. And I'm like, ha, <laughs> I, I know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'd do it too. Um, she's just reverse but prank. Has, she's reverse prank calling is what I know, she's and doing. Ivy has no motivation to do this. No. She just fucks with her. Yeah. She doesn't know who these people who are. Who cares? She doesn't yeah. even know whose apartment she's, because uh, Kat would never tell her. Yeah, and the only way she knows Jim's name is from Barb. Well, yeah. She will, when she first answers it, she's like, hi. And then she, and then she turns slinks into, into yeah. the... Then she's like, I'm going to fuck with this lady. How did they ask this child to do this scene like that, though? That yeah. How old is she? Because she, she, I think she's... And by the way, we've been saying Cat's uh, name wrong. Uh, it's Cameron, not Carmen. Oh, is she Cameron? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Cameron. It's just spelled very similar to Carmen. Cause I, and I've done it, too. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Well, I'm apologizing to her because you know she's, she's totally listening. Li- she's totally listening. You know she is. We're big fans. Uh, <laughs> we love you. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> we move on, and um, Harvey and Jim are filling SNN. They're having their, like, post-case kind of thing. Um, and it turns out that... Cuddles? <laughs> well, Essen's there, so no. Uh, um... Dorothy was at Arkham since she was 16 years old. She was a nursing student, and she poisoned uh, all these kids um, with candy. There's no age for her. Oh, well, there you go. There was no age for her. her name is Claire Fo- Foley, mm-hmm. and there's no age for her. But her her picture on IMDb, she looks like she's teenage age. She's uh, they might have younged her up a little bit. They had to. Oh yeah, she looks a lot older than they're making Poison Ivy out to be. Of course, that is a headshot. So who it is a headshot. Is. Yeah, it's a professional headshot, but still. Um, so yeah, this Dorothy like uh, she poisoned a bunch of kids when she was in nursing school for. Uh, for you know, homework for homework so she nuts and um this this is the part that like strained my uh suspension of disbelief here she um she's 13 she's 13 oh she's 13 i got the impression she was she was much younger not much younger but she, the actress you know. okay um is 13 i wonder how old ivy is the character um but yeah who knows Sorry, I had to know. That's okay. I know you had to look it. It was important. Up. But still, how do you tell a 13-year-old you need Sex to read it? it up. You need to read it like this. Yeah. Okay, so they go to the case. Essence proud of him. They're having a post-coital drink. <laughs> Harvey wants him back. I think Essence is flirting with him. Yeah, um, but what they said is, they said that... Oh, you're talking about what they said. Yes. I'm talking about impressions. Yeah. Uh, when Arkham closed, they think she just hid there in the basement, which is insane to me. How did they lose her? Well, number Did they one, not have her on the roster when they transferred the patients? How did they lose her? What did she survive off of? Was she going in and out of Arkham and nobody noticed? Apparently so. And then also... When it reopened, she, Rats. she popped up and she pretended to be a nurse. How the fuck did she get that nice starched well, uniform? Maybe the the cast, the crew, the staff. There's there the word. Go. The there staff go. knew this. Maybe the staff knew she was an inmate because I think Lang knew she was an inmate. Yeah, but you think you would tell Jim that but, a new guard? Like, oh, by the way, I know she acts like a nurse, but she's a patient. Four seconds already. It's not like it's psychologically okay. No, I don't. And, and see, that's... to 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 string her along with the whole yeah. 
unless maybe Lang did think she was part of the staff because he was saying, yeah, that we all we've all worked together for years. We except all went to Arkham for, together, except <gasps> well, it couldn't be her or she couldn't be her. I don't think she would or something yeah. like that. So uh, people are stupid. So that just strained my suspension of disbelief right there with little that. a little bit because i'm picturing her like living in this basement for like 10 damn years i don't think soup cans last that long no and it's just mm-mm. so no um was she keeping the power on <laughs> she must maybe maybe um so harvey wants jim back and like like you mentioned that um and asks he's like essen can we have him Mom. back and she's like no i can't but i would if i could um and Harvey sasses him about his uniform. And... Because uh, Harvey thinks it's sexy. And we get another smile out of Jim. Mm. And uh, so that was all really nice. I liked that. It was a sweet scene. And so uh, we move down to Penguin in his cell. And Maroney... Literally. Yeah, and Maroney is visiting. Mm-hmm. And Penguin was locked up on Maroney's orders, it turns out. Because mm. he was trying to raise the taxes out from under the fishermen. The fishermen. Without Maroney's knowledge. So we find out that Maroney does have some kind of a code. Because he was like, you can't do that to the fishermen. They're out there risking their lives for us. Yeah. Um, Because it is. It's a very dangerous business. Um, So there is some kind of a code with Maroney. I've seen that show. Yeah. There's certain things that are off limits for him. I mean, he'll still charge him taxes. I mean, he is a mobster, but. Right. But I think at the same time, it's also, you know, do you know what hubris is? Yeah. Um, Because he did that without, without Maroney's authority. So. Um, and so he, Penguin promises not to do it again, and Maroney has Alvarez let them out, and uh, Penguin has learned his lesson, except for when oh, Maroney sure. looks away, he looks oh, really pissed. Oh, there's some serious revenge in those eyes. Because he humiliated Penguin. Absolutely. I'm in sorry, front, the Penguin. The Penguin, in the penguin. front of the entire GCPD. Yep, and in front of his thug. And in front of those fishermen, for that matter. Yeah. So, yeah. Just in front of. <laughs> So, yeah, um, we, uh, at this point, I didn't get the sense of we have enough, we have too much time left when we first watched it. Mm-hmm. I was so intent on what was going on. So they did a good job in that respect. Yeah, they kept you distracted in the show. Um. Or caught up into the show. Yeah. Distracted from real life. Absorbed yes. into the show. Uh, and so you the Emmy right. comes in to Essen's office and he tells them all that Dorothy had electrode wounds too, but hers were hidden with her hair. Right. It wasn't her. Um, and they're about a month old. Right. So, so it's recent. Right. And so, and there's no way she could have done it no. herself. No. Um, so she wasn't the big bad. And we get a uh, flash of Aaron, the inmate, mm-hmm. killing a guard. And he has keys. And Gruber was behind it all. Yes. And, and Harvey downs his drink really, really quickly to run out the door. Yes. But he, he des- had to, he had he to deserved, drink his drink. He deserved it. He did. It's been a long time since we've seen Harvey take a drink. Yeah, that's true. He deserved this one. Um, And so he, you can tell that he did much better with Aaron than he did with any of the others because he's basically just a mindless servant. Yep. But he's doing exactly what Gruber wants. He's not spouting Shakespeare. He's not catatonic. Nope. Um, And, uh... Lang walk. Lang walks up, and which is just shitty timing, and he's brutally attacked. Oh yeah, and um, Jim rushes in, uh, and he he has the chance just to talk to Lang before he dies. He says it, and Lang's 
I think the only thing Lang actually gets out is Gruber. Yeah. Because he's like literally choking on his own blood. He drops he drops Gruber's name before he dies. Right. Harvey's running off to to call an ambulance. Yeah. I'm like, you don't you have a cell phone that you had earlier in the show? But I guess reception. Yeah. And uh Gruber has left Jim a letter. And it's Aww. specifically to Jim. Yes. And uh he basically like brags about what's happened. Oh yeah. It's basically that, a confession. Yeah, and he's perfected his technique with with Aaron and and we see when we see him driving away um with his new lackey in tow. Mhm. Um and so this is Amygdala. not this is not Amygdala. the last we're no, seeing of him. No. And I like that cuz we yeah, we have an opening. Yeah. This is great. Mhm. So big fan. Jim goes to Barb's house. And he finds the remains of Ivy and Selena stay, but not them. But not them, so he doesn't know what's if going it was on. Somebody else, or his Barb has. He, I'm betting he thinks Barb's been there and been a total trash can about it. Who knows? She's in a state. She's toxic. She is toxic. She, the girl does not have issues. She has a subscription. Okay. <laughs> um, that's that the is damn like, truth. That's like one of my favorite phrases, and I use yeah. it every time, every possible moment. That's um, the damn truth. But I think I think he thinks I think he thinks that Barb has been there. Okay. Because I mean, who else? Yeah. Who else would he's be in Barb's gonna, apartment? He's not going to think, oh, Cat and one of her little friends have been here. Yeah. I mean, hello. Damn it, kids! No, I told you, no wild parties. I know, right. Uh, and so the last scene we get uh, Butch meeting Saviano, Salviano at the at the docks. Dude, his brother. And they, he has this little story where he tells him, you know, you remember when we were kids and we stole all this meat? Well, I kept the good stuff for myself. And he's like, it's fine. It's it's in the past. And he's like, no, I, I feel really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he tells uh, Salviano that he's in. And then promptly shoots him in the head. Yeah, I never doubted him for a second. Not at that point, I didn't. <laughs> because I'll tell you what clued me back in was him giving that long, drawn-out apology. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, he's mending fences. Like, oh. He's settling things. He's getting settling things the out before. He, yeah. 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 That's when I was like, ooh. So like, I'm like, but, but, but I never doubted him for a second. So Butch is really loyal to Fish. We keep seeing yes. this over and Very over again. Very extremely loyal, but there's there's no sexual no anything, and I like that. I'm glad between to see them. that there's there's not even a hint. Yeah, it's very much a lackey. Yeah, it and, is. And, and and but in in the comics, there's a lot of that. Any any major villains henchmen, for example, Joker and Harley. Yeah, there's a lot of of extreme loyalty. Mm-hmm. In between a henchman and their villain. Yeah. But I, so I kind of, I've said it before, Butch is kind of growing on me. Because I know he's a bad guy, but he's one of the better bad guys. <laughs> I don't know. If there can be. Because I mean, I like Fish. Like, I like Falcone. Yeah, I like Falcone too. I hate Maroney. Oh, Maroney. Of course, oh. he's a, he's a well-played character. I he just is. don't like. Yeah, I don't like the character. Right. But uh but yeah, I, I'm starting I'm starting it's to It's like not liking Joffrey in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Joffrey. I hate Joffrey. Yeah. I just Maroney. Oh he's yeah. so ugh, creepy. But yeah. is but that's how he's supposed to be played. You're supposed to feel that way. Yeah. My only thought is that poor car. I know. That was beautiful it was way better than Bush's car. Yep. Which was like a seventies some 73, 74, some shit. Which even had trouble, it looked like it had trouble driving away. It did. 
Fish, get Butch a better car. Please. He's proven his loyalty Of course, the other guy was a lieutenant. That's true. Directly right under. That's true. Falcone. So, of course, he's, he should have a better car, I guess. Yeah. But Butch so, deserves. So, Fish has taken out yet another. That's two. Lieutenant. But. How are they going to explain this? But Butch did it without Fish's knowledge or consent. That's a good, that's a good point. Because she, he said he'd get him on board. Mm-hmm. But I bet if he went to her and he was like, listen, he offered me all this shit. He's not going to allow you That's to ex- take over. exactly what would Fish want him to do. Yeah. Take so him out. he took care of it. Yeah. Well, I'm like... Butch- and that was his opportunity to do it. Otherwise, he would have had to pretend to go over to him. Right. To have that opportunity yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Unguarded. But, I mean, like, his fingerprints are all over the fucking goddamn car. It is Gotham, though. It's true. They don't actually, like, do police work when there's a mall pit. Just pull up. Do pull a pull a John Wick and call up and ask for dinner reservations. Yeah, I did get a reservation cleaner. for one. Yeah, get a cleaner. Because that's a thing in the mob world. Yeah, cleaners. Yeah, all you gotta do is. I mean, the bay is right there. Well, I so. thought about that too. Why don't we just drive the car into the river? Which could have done that. Because everything had to pay is a cleaner. Dock. Exactly. That's true. So, but then you probably want the body found because it does send a message. That's one true. of the lieutenants yeah. is. Yeah. And and honestly, that probably weakens Falcone as well because one of his lieutenants just got shot in the head. And he, that's a third lieutenant, actually. Yeah, because Falcon t- took out the one guy. Because he took out his own. Yeah. So that's three. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're dwindling. They are. Eventually, it's going to be like, well, fish. It's uh, me and you. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what. I don't know what happened, man. I just came to dinner, and everybody else was dead, and I don't know <laughs> what the fuck. So yeah, she's she's playing her hand because it's not like she. You know, they got rid of the guy, and she gets his his entire organization. Like, that would be noticed. Right. So, who the hell knows how that guy's stuff is going to get divvied up? I don't know. It may just... Probably his lieutenants. Yeah, that's true. Or captains. I don't... Who the... I don't, I don't know mob hierarchy. Well, I know it's like, it's a military. You have, you have lieutenants, you have captains. Which they call capos, I think. Capos, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah I've seen Sopranos. I know this shit. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. it works. Uh-huh. Real life, man. Totally. Sopranos, but I love. I thought this episode just was skip good. season six. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, just pretend that never happened. Um, but I really love this episode. It was a really good episode. F- it it was back on point. It was back on story. Um, we got a new. Char- we got several new characters. We got. Uh, but we didn't get more. We didn't get new characters. That's going to clog up. Yeah. The show. These are new characters that they brought in that they can bring back in later. Yeah. If they want to, and they set up the entire Arkham Asylum. Which you know that's going to be a rotating thing throughout yeah, my, the rest of the show. My only, I just hope they don't abuse it. My only thing with Arkham is, it does not look like a retrofitted two hundred year old house. Mm-mm. It looks like a no, psych ward. No, it looks no. like an old, rusty, now, crusty psych ward. But no, yeah. In in the comics, it, it was the house, but I think in the show, it has always been a, an asylum. I think, okay. but previously, because they talked. Um, because I think back in, I think it was the Viper episode, they were, Bruce was talking about how his mom really wanted to revamp this, that it was Arkham Asylum before. Okay. Because remember, Dorothy was, was there 10 years ago. Yeah, and I, I kind of got the impression that it has been an asylum for a long time, yeah. but it did start out as and a when house. And they, when they talk about um, 
when when Mayor James was, they showed that big map and it was divisions. They talk about Arkham like it's an area. Yeah, that's true. They've totally changed it up. Yeah. I, and also, I think it has to do with um, what sites they had, site locations. That's, that's site a Site locations, point. that's... That's a thing. You know, repetitively redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, that they had to work with, that this yeah. is, this everything else about it was great, we'll deal with it. But I think they did a good job internally as far as um, they make it look like this was a hastily thrown together refurb. Yeah. There's, a, like, some of the hallways, they've just got equipment laying out. Yeah. It's old, it's haphazard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they set it up well. Yeah. To so look, th- yeah, to look like what it was supposed to be. And you're right. The whole Arkham thing could either be, um, it could be a couple times a season you grab an Arkham story mm-hmm. and it could be really interesting or it could be overdone. Yeah. If, if they're sitting there where they're hitting it episode after episode after episode, I'm like, okay, you're reaching. And I'm sitting there thinking, how long can they keep Jim at Arkham realistically? But they're going to have to keep Arkham, they're going to have to dip into the Arkham pool every so often because... My God, it's Gotham. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to go to Arkham. Exactly. It's so iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to think that, okay, how, how long is Jim going to be there? Because I don't like them being separated. I know. The poor babies. And he could... How many excuses does he have, like, if, if it becomes week after week to, like, bring in the GCPD? Or to be like, hey, Harvey, how, how's the case you're working on? They can still go have drinks. They can. Apparently Hello. at Barb's house because nobody lives there. It's Ooh. party. It's just party at Barb's house. A rogues gallery is a police collection of pictures or photographs of criminals and suspects kept for identification purposes. Okay. The term is also used figuratively for any group of shady characters or the lineup of mugshot <laughs> photographs that might be displayed in the halls of a dormitory or workplace. That's interesting because the Gotham poster almost looks like it's a series of mug shots minus the little um, card at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the creation of various comic book superheroes, the term also came to mean a grouping of these heroes' reoccurring supervillain foes. That's and that's what you're. They don't say yeah. specifically DC. But I've, I've always heard of Batman's like lineup of villains referred to as the Rogues Gallery. All right, let me go to the Rogues Gallery. This is on Wiki Wikipedia, by the way. So, who do we have so far? We have Two-Face. Yep. We have Catwoman. Mm-hmm. We have Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. We have um, the Riddler. We have the Electrocutioner. We have... Uh, who else do we have? I think that might be it so far. But that's a lot so far. That Yeah, <clears throat> we do have quite... But there's so freaking many. So freaking many. Yeah. Um, I'm this close to finding what you're looking for. <laughs> but I'm glad, though, because I like I would like to know for sure. Yeah, there is, there is. Okay, yeah, Rogue's Gallery is Anarchy, Bane, Black Mask, Calendar Man, Cat Man, Catwoman, Clayface. Oh, they're just listing <gasps> all of those. Clayface, I forgot about Clayface. Oh, this is a list. This is just a list of all the freaking... I forgot about like Clayface. Oh, the ventriloquist. Forgot about Killer Croc. Oh, no, this is this is the Rogues Gallery. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay, because down below it is a different group. Okay, classic Rogues Gallery then. Okay, where did I get to? Catwoman, Clayface, Clue Master, Copperhead. Oh, okay. Count Vertigo, Deadshot, Deathstroke, 
Enigma, Firebug, Firefly, Great White Shark, Harley Quinn, <gasps> Hugo Strange, Ooh. Hush. Okay. Who we've also yes, we've all, oh, yeah, sort of yeah. met. Uh-huh. Joker. Of course. Joker's daughter. Uh, KG Beast, Killer Croc, Killer Croc, Killer Moth, Lockup, Mad Hatter. <gasps> that's oh, that's the one I really would Part love of the Rogues to Gallery. see. I would yep. love to see Mad Hatter. Man Bat. Man Bat. Yeah. Oh my God, it's like Batman, but in reverse. Yep. Is he like Bizarro Batman? I don't know. Sorry, that was my cat. I uh, am the day. <laughs> Maxi Zeus. <laughs> Mister Freeze. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Owl Man. Uh, Penguin, Poison Ivy, Prometheus, Ragdoll, Raza Ghoul, Reaper, Ratcatcher. Oh, that's got to be Penguin's mom. <laughs> uh, Riddler, Scarecrow, Solomon Grundy, Ooh, Scarecrow, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Didn't we get a Solomon Grundy reference? <gasps> no, it was Grundy. It, it was the, the corner of Grundy, the corner and, of Grundy yeah. and Fourth or something. Yeah. Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh, I forgot about them too. Two Face. Yeah. Ventriloquist and Victor's ass. Victor's ass. And then you got the League of Assassins. I and then... would love to. I would like to see uh, Ra's al Ghul. And then you got the 52 launch villains. Okay. Yeah. I would love to see Ra's al Ghul. But um, he's on the Flash. Yeah. They're doing they him on the Flash. A lot the Flash. Um, and uh, I, yeah, that would be really cool though. But then again, you couldn't do all the stuff with Todd. I want me some Bruce Scarecrow. Kid. I would love Scarecrow. Want me some Scarecrow. Um, I don't know that they would, they've kind of been skirting the edges and not overlapping with the Nolanverse so far. Right. Um. We've seen Black Mask. Yeah. Sort of. Well, we've seen. Bane. We haven't seen the we've Black seen Mask. A, we've, we've seen, seen, seen a mention the mask. of. We've, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh. We, we've seen the precursor for Bane, which is Viper, which Viper was turned Venom. into Venom. So. Mm-hmm. So we've got, there's, there's, there's a lot of openings here Bane with Clayface really, and... Bane never really did much for me. I just like Tom Hardy. <laughs> but I like, I love Clayface. I love Killer Croc. Yeah, hey, there's a lot of... There, there's a lot of fodder. There's a lot of Clayfaces. Well, and they've also... No, there's a lot of Clayfaces. Oh, really? Yeah. They've also uh, teased the Dollmaker and we never got resolution on that. That's true. Because there's... Matt Hagen... Preston Payne, and these are characters. Uh, Sandra Fuller. As Cass- Yep. I think Hagen was the one from Batman the Animated Series. Which, of course, how I know uh, almost all my detect- Batman knowledge. He was from Detective Comics number 298 from December 1961. Oh, okay. So that an was early Matt Hagen. Um, okay. Preston Payne was from July 1978 in the Detective Comics. Uh, Sandra Fuller, known as Lady Clay, was from the Outsider series in 1987. Hmm. Cassius Payne was from Batman 550 in 98. Uh, cool. Dr. Peter Malley was from Batman, the same Batman. Damn. Known as the sec- second Clay thing. Dang. Um, and then there was Todd Russell from Catwoman number three. Oh, Catwoman Volume 3, Number 1. That was in 2002. Then there was Johnny Williams. Dang. Then there was the Clayface of Japan. Holy crap. Yeah, that's that's the last of them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so there, there's a lot they could do. There's Well, we still haven't seen Hugo Strange. We still haven't seen what's going to happen with Riddler. 
Mm-mm. We know he's We haven't there actually seen he's... the Mad Hatter. No. Ugh, I thought for sure the Drink Me reference. We haven't actually seen Mr. Freeze. We've had a reference to him. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't mind seeing Prometheus. I just like that really cool name. So there's lots they could do with it. But yeah, yeah. now they've kind anyway. of op- they've kind of opened the door because now the Arkham. But that's just Rogue's Gallery. That's not the, the assassin group. Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Rachel Ghoul has the whole... Um, the whole League then, of yeah, Assassins. Then you, then you have the subsets. Of, oh yeah, oh yeah, of these people. So, so I'm yeah. ex- I'm excited. This was yeah, just there's so many places this was for them to go. Just very exciting for me. I can tell. I know. I'm just really <laughs> happy. About Are you excited? This. I just a little bit. Okay. Was I just really like seeing Butch Did you Gilzine. Like it? Oh, yeah, Butch Gilzine. What's his name? Butch Gilzine. Okay. <laughs> Who? I wonder if they're gonna do anything with him, like super villainy wise. I don't know. Or fish, for that matter. Yeah, like I said, that would fish be a, is mobstery. That would be a big twist if they turned fish into one of the villains that we know, who because we she, would not see that coming. Who could she be? Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, but if like they because all the biggies are taken except Harley. Yeah, the biggies are taken. Yeah, because we've got Poison Ivy, we've got mm-hmm. Cat- Catwoman, we've got Barbara. Yeah. We've got Montoya. We've got Essen. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else she could be. I don't know. But that would be a big crazy. twist to me. It would be. Because be a big twist. We're all just assuming. I don't know. She maybe is... she get dipped in acid and some shit will happen. Yeah, because you know if you dip shit in acid. They could also turn gender him. bend. They could. She could be Joker. She, see, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause and Butch could be Harley. <gasps> they what? got the same relationship dynamic they going do, on there. They do, and wasn't. Wasn't Joker originally oh, like a pumpkin. petty crook? Wasn't he like a petty crook kind yeah, of gangster and it was, type yeah, thing? Yeah, and it was going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, It was like yeah. a robbery yeah. gone wrong. I don't fucking know. I think it was. I don't fucking know. Ooh, that would be really cool. Though. Do you know how many versions of the Joker origin story there are? I know. But I do I do like a, Har- a Harley that could do the, the Mr. J. Mr. J. I love Harley so much. But yeah, so I'm just, I'm starting to, to get really excited. Yeah. Because I start... The possibilities. And they're finally getting us past a lot of the, like, just the exposition stuff we had to have. Yeah. Well, and I think there's been a lot of character development in the last few episodes. And I, I'm just ready to, okay, we've got the development. Let's get this, I want some story. Yeah. Let's yeah. get to the meat. And I, I don't know how, I don't know if we're ever going to really find out what happens to Thomas and Martha, but how long Jim can keep this, this case is important going. I mean, are we talking two years, three? I mean, is it always going to be, Oh God, yeah. Jim's talking about that fucking case. What's again. the life cycle of the show going to be? Yeah. How many seasons can they keep? This or are up? they going to solve it and then move on? Mm. Maybe. Could they solve it and move on and the show survive? I'd be fine with that. Cause yeah. there's a lot of other interesting re- shit going on. Cause you know, I really don't care. Yeah. I really don't. It's if they solve it, okay, great story. Let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next story. Yeah. Let's move on to the scarecrow. Let's and move if they on to solve this it, person. and it turns out it's some big conspiracy like Court of Owls or something that could flow into more sure. interesting storylines. Yeah. Because Jim realizes, oh my God, there really is a fucking conspiracy. He opened the fucking can, man. Yeah. Harvey tried to warn him. He did. He like tried. back in the pilot, even. Yep. Oh my God. No heroes in Gotham. No. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, if if you're like as super excited about this as who I am, who do you want fish to be? Yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. That'd be good if you could make fish into some of the classic villains that we haven't 
met yet. We haven't touched on. No. Uh, yeah. Could she be the Joker? That'd be really cool. Why? Why not? Do you even want to see the Joker? I want to see the Joker. What are you kidding? Well. Yeah, I want some cheesy poofs. Oh, like, sorry. I would like to see the Joker because I think the Joker's cool. But I don't know that they could do it in a way that would be satisfying. So I don't know if it should just stay away. Tease it. Stay the teasing. Yeah. Tease yeah, it occasionally. Because he is, I mean, when you think of Batman, you think of Joker. He's the quintessential he Batman the, villain. Yeah, he is. Um, I mean, it's just one, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. It's just really, like, I'm playing Batman Arkham Knight, as I've said, and Joker's dead. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed You're to like, do here? Wah, wah. Yeah, Scarecrow is the, which yeah. I love because Scarecrow is just my kind of criminal. Yeah, mm. I really like Scarecrow, too. Um, yeah, next to Joker, I think Scarecrow is probably a, the next yeah. in line. Like, I mean, I enjoyed the Penguin in the show. Yeah. But as far as, like, the the comics or any other iterations, it's always been the Joker and then the Scarecrow. Penguin's one of the only ones I can think of that you could do a long game with. He is a long game character. Because he's, he's essentially just a mobster who knows stuff, and he robs banks. and With a cool umbrella. Yeah. And, and he, a nose. Yeah, he club. doesn't really have any powers, does yeah. he? No, he's just he's really just smart. A, yeah. So I could see him, like, well, he, his origin being, lo- it's not like Penguin got scarred is by acid game. and he's, yeah. you know. Yeah, his his origin would be the long game. Because I want with... him to stick around. He's interesting as hell. Yeah, because, yeah, because Penguin is the mob mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. When Batman becomes the knight, mm-hmm. which would be the end of the day. <laughs> I'm not tired or nothing. No, no, um, no not at all. So yeah, if if <laughs> yeah we went that way again. If you have uh, Joker theories, if you want to see him, if you don't want to see him, if you want to see her, where uh, have you seen him? Yeah, where yeah where do you think? Just because I feel like we've missed some. I feel like we have too, and then some may have been reaching like that lipstick one from a couple episodes ago. I didn't buy. That's true. Um. So yeah, just basically, please talk to us. Right. We need more people to talk to this you. stuff about. And if if we had feedback this is where we'd put it yes we would we would read your feedback so um you can email us at random podcasts at gmail.com you can if you'd want to give it a if, if you're feeling risky you can send us a message <laughs> on random podcasts at tumblr.com or if you feel froggy you could tweet at us at random casts yes i don't know where i was going with that sentence i you know, froggy, frog frog man, whatever. I don't even know anymore. Um, I don't even remember my name right now. And you can uh, visit our website, randomtpodcast.com for all our show stuff. Yes. And all of our pertinence, all of our contacts. Um, if you want to check out any of our personal social media, all that information's on there under the, who are we link? Mm -hmm. Um, our other podcasts are out there. Yep. Um, the Sleepy Hollow is out there. Mm-hmm. The Random Movies is out there. The MCU Movies is out there. That's the current ones we're running. And coming soon, we'll do uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3. And Agent Carter, we'll, pick, we'll do Season 1 before Season 2 comes out. Yep. And then we'll pick up with Season 2. Yep. You can find us on iTunes, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. But you can also listen to all of it off the website, too, if you yes. want. If right. you're feeling froggy, apparently. Or like Frogman, which I hope you don't, because then either... Because he is brain dead. Yeah, he's brain dead, and he That thinks, would be me right now. He thinks there's a giant frog in his abdomen controlling his thoughts, so I would not hope that you're I feeling froggy. when that happens. I know. I don't want you to feel froggy. <laughs> uh, you got anything else? I think I'm done. I was really excited about this episode. Apparently. I just felt the need to tell I'm you so that again. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.